Hey, this is ENFP's Dream Fan here for the third installment of my tourney predictions for the first two rounds. Uh, this next one will be going over the Greensboro version. Uh, really quick before getting into the picks, super excited uh, that a preseason game for the Atlanta Dream has been announced uh, for May 1st uh, against the Connecticut Sun. Uh, really hoping that it's a, a game that's televised. Uh, last season, uh, there weren't any Dream uh, games that were televised. I believe there was only one ex exhibition game against the Washington Mystics. And then, oh, and also the Minnesota Lynx uh, that we played as well, but neither of them were um, on live television. So we'll see what happens leading up to that. It'd be great to see uh, players that are competing for uh, a roster spot on the Dream, uh, just being able to see at least a game of um, players that are candidates to be on the, the full-time roster uh, at the beginning of the season. And I will be doing those uh, roster breakdowns soon as well. Super excited for uh, the draft. And obviously, again, uh, go Shakira Austin, go Sh uh, Jasmine Dickey. Uh, those are two players I definitely want to dream the draft. Uh, I keep uh, going through different players for who I want them to pick with their second, uh, second round pick because they have picks number 14 and 15. So I'll dive into candidates there and everything, but I'm pretty sold on Shakira Austin and Jasmine Dickey. I, I would be disappointed uh, if they're not in the dream uniform next season. Uh, but anyway, without further ado, let's get into uh, these bracket picks for the Greensboro region, uh, where South Carolina uh, is the number one seed and the the top title contender uh, in the tournament and everything. It would be a shock and, and disappointing if <laughs> they didn't win. I, I, I'm rooting for him. Aaliyah Boston is just a phenomenal player. I, I love Don Staley. So, uh, but yeah, let's dive into this uh, and see who advances on to the Sweet 16. Uh, so it starts off with South Carolina and Howard. Uh, I don't like that Howard had to play a play-in game. I, I really wish uh, it was just at-large teams, uh, like more bubble teams being able to play in these play-in games besides teams that won their conference tourney. If, if you win... Uh, your own tournament and automatically qualify, you should get a shot at uh, the major team without having to beat another team a couple days before. Like they should have that full time to prep for South Carolina or NC State or Stanford because it's already uh, David versus two Goliaths and everything feels like. So uh, I'm hoping they make changes to that sometime in the near future. Uh, but yeah, some key stats. Obviously, 1 versus 16 is a, a pretty big stat. Uh, but the, I think the biggest thing we're going to notice, like the dominance of South Carolina, is going to be on the boards. Um, where they're averaging 47.6 rebounds per game. Howard is averaging 41. And then the points per game, South Carolina is averaging 71.3 compared to 64.4, I'm sorry, 64 flat um, for Howard. Um, I have South Carolina winning easily 87 to 52 uh, to move to the second round. Uh, the next matchup, um, it's between two teams that like uh, scores in the high 50s, low 60s uh, to get their victories. Miami is 16 and 4 um, when they hold teams under 60 points, and South Florida has not lost the game when they scored more than 60 points. They're 18 and 0. Uh, one differential to me that really stuck out. Uh, is South Florida is shooting 72.2% from the line. Miami shooting 68.9. Every point counts uh, in these close tournament games. And then also 
both teams have a really good defenses, but South Florida is only giving up 53.8 points per game compared to 58.4 uh, for Miami. So uh, Miami had a great season, a great run in the, the ACC tourney, but I have their season ending uh, in the first round to the USF Bulls. Um, I have South Florida winning 59 to 55. Uh, moving on to who will go to the Sweet 16 between South Carolina and South Florida. Uh, the point differential is, is even bigger uh, in this matchup. Uh, South Carolina is averaging 71.3 points. South Florida is averaging 60.7. And South Carolina is shooting 43.4% from the floor. South Florida is shooting 38.1. And it's over seven rebound differential as well, as well. Um, over six blocks more for South Carolina. So uh, I just see this being an absolute blowout as well. Uh, I have South Carolina winning 71 to 15 over USF. Uh, so that's who will be representing the Sweet 16 so far. Let's see who they'll be facing. Uh, so the next matchup is North Carolina versus Stephen F. Austin. Uh, the point differential on this one is closer. Uh, North Carolina is averaging 73.7. Uh, Stephen Austin is averaging 72.5. Uh, big stats here. Like uh, I think this is going to be a, a high-scoring game. So if you like fast pace going back and forth, I think this is going to be one of those games. Uh, North Carolina is 17-1 when they score 70-plus points. Uh, that only loss was to Virginia Tech in their last game uh, in the ACC tourney. Uh, Stephen F. Austin will try to score a, a chunk of points, but uh, make sure that they don't give up 70 points themselves. Um, they're 70, they're 28 and one when they give up less than 70 points. That one loss was to Gonzaga. They haven't won a game this season when they give up more than 70 points, and I have that trend continuing in this game. Uh, North Carolina won 76 to 64 uh, to move on to the second round. Uh, on to who North Carolina will play. Uh, so it's the winner of UNLV, Arizona. Uh, I think this is going to be a great late night game. So if you're looking for a, a potential upset bid, I, I think this one will be a great one. Uh, Arizona is averaging only giving up 56.8 points per game, while UNLV is uh, averaging 64.5. Uh, Arizona is 16-1 and one, uh, when they average less than 60 points given up. They're four and six when they allow 60 plus. Uh, so it, it's really crucial for them to keep this a low scoring game uh, to have a chance to advance. Uh, UNLV is the complete opposite. Uh, they want to have a high scoring game. Uh, they average 75.5 points per game compared to 67.9 uh, for Arizona. Uh, but like what you saw in that uh, DePaul Dayton game, like a uh, Dayton averaged around the same amount as Arizona and even less, and they destroyed DePaul by, I believe it was over 30 points. So the good teams that can advance, they can adjust uh, depending how the game flow goes and everything. They're still able uh, to consistently hit shots and find a way to win the game in advance. Uh, I do not have Arizona being able to fully adjust, though, uh, to UNLV's high balanced offense. Uh, I have UNLV winning 67-60 to 60, uh, and pulling up the upset in Tucson. Uh, so it'll be UNLV, North Carolina in the second round. Uh, North Carolina is also uh, a really good defensive team. I did not mention that uh, as much in the game against Stephen F. Austin. Uh, 
but they're only giving up 55.3 points per game. UNLV is giving up 64.5, as previously mentioned. Uh, North Carolina's 18-1 when they keep teams below 60. And uh, yeah, just having that offense that can stay on the same level as UNLV along with the defense, uh, that's really solid too. Uh, I think North Carolina wins this game. UNLV keeps it close for most of the game, uh, but I think North Carolina um, pulls it up to uh, win 62-58, and the score's a little bigger than that. I think most of the fourth quarter, uh, you can tell the, the vibe in the game is going towards the, the Tar Heels. And uh, that's who I have advancing to the Sweet 16, uh, North Carolina versus South Carolina. Uh, on to the next matchup. Uh, as previously mentioned, Dayton beat DePaul uh, to be able to play in this matchup uh, against the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, Georgia averages 69.1 points per game. Dayton averages 66.2. And uh, Georgia's 20-3 uh, when they score 65-plus points. Uh, so again, another team that they want to keep teams out of rhythm. And they want to have some offense themselves enough to uh, win comfortably. And uh, Dayton is winning uh, the three-point matchup, and it's close. Like I think both of these teams are going to hit a lot of shots beyond the arc. Dayton's shooting 34.8 compared to 34.1 to Georgia. Uh, and UNLV, I'm sorry, uh, Dayton uh, has a really good defense of 54.8 points per game. Uh, they were just absolutely to, able to decimate uh, DePaul and just have them not looking themselves the whole game. Uh, but I think Georgia, uh, just more uh, experience on the team. They've been to this tourney before. Uh, they, they have some, a WNBA caliber center in Stady. Uh, and they're 21-2 when they keep teams below 60 points, and I think they're able to do that against Dayton. Uh, they won 55-49 uh, to move on to the next round. And then Georgia will play the winner of uh, Iowa State, Texas, Arlington. And uh, this is one that another one that I have as a blowout. Uh, Iowa State is averaging 76.9 points per game compared to 70 points for Texas, Arlington. The biggest stat, though, uh, is behind the arc. Um, Iowa State is just shooting a ridiculous 38.9% from range. Uh, Texas Arlington is shooting 27.6. I, I think that will just be the biggest factor. I know the three-point can uh, have its moments where it's in rhythm and they're falling and other times where uh, teams can go cold, but I do not see that in this game. I see the Cyclones hitting their shots and uh, winning 85-56 to 56, uh, to move on to the next round against Georgia. And this game, too, just a, a big differential in the points scored and the uh, three-pointers like uh, Georgia's averaging 69.1 that keeps them se uh, seven points less than Iowa State and then three-point range they're shooting 31.1 so a little better than Texas Arlington uh, but it still keeps them seven percentage points away from the Cyclones. Uh, Iowa State is 26 and 1 when they score 65 plus points their only loss was to Texas. Um, I have them beating Georgia uh, 71 to 62 uh, to move on to the Sweet 16. And uh, on to determining who will face uh, Iowa State uh, in that Sweet 16 matchup. Uh, so next it's uh, Creighton, Colorado. 
Colorado is a, a team that really wants to keep it low scoring as well. Uh, they only gave up 56.8 points per game compared to Creighton uh, that gave up 63.4. Colorado is 19 and two when they keep the score below 60. Creighton's the opposite. Uh, they'll be trying to keep the game at pace and high scoring. They score 74.8 points per game compared to 65.4 for Colorado. They're 14 and three when they score above 70. And I think that will become 15 and three. I think they're able to pull off the upset and uh, they won 73 to 63 uh, over Colorado. Uh, in the next matchup, uh, Iowa versus Illinois State. Uh, I do not see Illinois State, unfortunately, having a shot. Uh, the points per game, is, this is the biggest inferential um, I've seen so far in doing these. Um, Iowa is averaging 84.5 points per game. Illinois State is averaging 64.4. So over a 20-point differential. Uh, I, I have Iowa winning 92-63, to 63, but uh, the game's in hand by halftime, and the second half is mainly just resting starters and everything to make it closer than it actually was. I, I just see this being an absolute blowout. And then the last game uh, that I'll be going over for this region, the Iowa versus Creighton. Creighton averages, again, uh, they average in the 70, 74.8 points, so it's a little less than 10. Uh, but Iowa's 18-2 when they score 80 or more points, and I don't think Creighton has the defense uh, to make Iowa score less than that. They're only 5-5 five and five when they score under 80, but I just do not think Creighton will be able to contain the Hawkeyes. I have Iowa winning 88-73. to 73. Uh, So the matchups I have for the Sweet 16 are South Carolina versus North Carolina and Iowa State versus Iowa. And I'll be doing the last region, the Spokane region, uh, after that Florida State-Missouri State game ends. And then I'll post a full bracket of my predictions for these two first two rounds uh, later tonight or early tomorrow morning, just so you can see what it looks like. Um, if somehow there's a miracle and I, I, I guessed everything right and everything, and I can just have it there saying, hey, I guessed all these, but <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, I'm really looking forward to uh, going over the Dreams roster and uh, possibilities on who they can draft and uh, possibilities of trades they can do with, with teams that are capstrapped and everything. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you guys later.